you should be a be like Daniel. Daniel was the chief magistrate over sorcery, but he wasn't a practitioner. Yeah. He understood it. He was educated. He knew. But in your education, just like electrical, some people sit there and go, "Oh, that's that's magic." It just it just, you just plug it in and it's magic. You just plug it in and stuff comes alive, right? Uh, no, I, I mean, I, I understand how that works and I want to know how it works. It's not just magic and there's a conclusion to that. And if you can't tell me that conclusion, then I get tired of freaking like a dog chasing his tail. Yeah. I'm not going to, let's say, electrically. You're going to tell me about electrical. Well, are you going to lead me in a freaking circle and you're going to tell me how it is and how it is? But there's no conclusion to what you're telling me. I want to talk to the electrician that knows exactly what that is. That's not just magic. Yeah. It's the same thing with sorcery and all this other stuff and the occult and different things. You know, the real bottom line of the conclusions of the occult system is what, what to me, is this. Yah is in control. Yah was in control allowing it. And, and that's the conclusion. Yeah. Period. But then uh, people ask why. Why what? Why would uh, Why would you allow it? Why would the father allow it? Well, why do you think he allowed it? Uh, people don't know, and he's in another circle. And you know, it's like you know the, the scripture is really clear, and his ways are higher than our ways. You know, we're looking through distorted glass. We're deceived. It's like you know the, the movie Fallen. I was watching Fallen and Denzel, and. Um, John yeah. Goodman said, maybe we're not supposed to know. And uh, it's a tough reality because, like I said, we know the conclusion, but we're trying to figure out the problem, you know. How about this? You know what the conclusion is? And, uh, Yah is good. 100% good. Yeah. But we don't believe that. Literally, don't, don't, we don't, we say we do, but we don't believe that. Well, I mean, there's a group of people on the earth who think he's a bad guy because he keeps destroying the earth, you know? Like, uh, like when you go through the mines, they think that every 26,000 years you go through the cycle of destruction and recreation. And you know, the book Genesis, the flood. And like Nimrod, you know, Nimrod, he tried to get to heaven to kill the father, you know? Like Jack Sheikh Alexander Hislop, you know, documented that in the research. Like that... These people are literally trying to kill God, Yah. Yeah, Nimrod was after yeah. him. And that. But how about this? Let me let me flesh this out a little. I hear what you're saying. I was working at Las Panos High School, and we had a panel that was open. Mm -hmm. We forgot to close it. It was dead. There was yeah. no power running. Yeah. We had to shut off. But that that disconnect that was open was high power. It was 480, I don't know how many amps, I think it was, it's 100 amps. This kid walked right over there and stuck his hand in there like it was some freaking joke. Yeah. And I was watching him. I go, hey! That could have killed you if it was on. Yeah. You freaking stupid? And then he ran off. What, he didn't believe that that could kill him? Uh, did he know that it was off? Or? No. He didn't know it was off. He could have walked right in there and it killed him. Whoa, what the? That's what I'm saying about God. God, God is good, right? God yeah. in his, 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 
his majesty and everything. Uh, just in his righteousness kills. Not that he wants to kill. Yeah, yeah. Like Rob Steve was saying, when he destroyed the earth, it was out of love, you know, mm-hmm. killing all the bad creation, you know, the Nephilim. Now, that occult stuff, it just, it just, just like the end of the, like I've been listening to this revolution, uh, uh, revelations that's coming up, and they keep saying, oh, 9 11, go read 9 11, it's coming up. They're putting all these numbers out there. I'm like, oh. Uh, uh, Revelation and, and uh, the book of Revelation 11, the Apollo mm-hmm. verse. And then they're saying by 2030. Uh, I'm, well, we I don't know for sure, bro. I'm like, you know, there's all this possibility. But here's the thing that's getting me, that's bugging me. People are, are wasting their time by not studying Yah and not living righteously. Yeah. Because they think that, you know, like, they're going to die or the world's going to come to an end. Do you know that Revelations is, is uh, my thinking, you know, maybe I'm out speaking myself, is that that Revelations is about Yeshua coming back and ruling and giving peace. There's a contrast in between. He says he rules with an iron fist. Well, of course. He rules with an iron fist, but with righteousness, yeah. which gives peace to the world. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't we want that? Yeah. As a lot like of they're stuff. afraid that he's going to come back like it's gloom and doom. Not for me or you. Are you talking about Satanists? Yeah, well, Satanists, or even, even me, when I was coming into it, I was worried about everything changing. It's yeah. going to be... Uh, problematic the world's going to change and that just shows you that like me for myself speaking of myself that I like the world too much I was in more into the world than what I know but I don't even know what really good is because I've lived in bad so long that I don't know what really true Torah living is like yeah and uh, so I met people like Lisa and my friend, friend, Frank's friend in Stockton. These people, they think they know what they think they know, and they don't know that they don't know. You know mm. What am I getting at? You said that living in Torah, you really didn't know what it was like. Yeah, I'd like to, but I don't know what it's like. All I know is what I know, right? Yeah. I don't know what, what, what. Let's put it this way. Like Adam and Eve. They lived in pureness, right? There was no defilement. And so when they left, they knew what they lost. I have no idea what I lost. Because I have not not lived like that. So I was talking, you know, seventh days in the Mormons. And a lot of people, they think, like, seven days are like, we are the remnant church. Mm -hmm. And the Mormons are like, we're correct, you know. And it's like... (laughs) You don't read the Bible, do you? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. the scriptures say you're not. <laughs> you're deceived. Yeah. You know, it's like. It's well, like, it says even the very elect will be deceived. That's why I think we've had that discussion before. I've hypothesized, along with others, and it's not my original idea, it was somebody else's. But it doesn't really matter. It, 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 I logically was drawn to it that Jesus Christ, that entity that character mm. that has been portrayed to us generationally is lawless he's not torah yeah it says the law has been done away with nailed to the cross yeah. so 
those that came into Torah starting to believe in Torah, starting to believe in the law, if that facial majority of the world believes in Jesus Christ that the law is done away with. But some of the Torah that comes out will go back saying, if that Jesus Christ comes back, we'll come back and go, hey, I, I knew it was Jesus the whole time. And they'll yeah. go leaving the faith, going back to Jesus when it's a false Messiah. Yeah, so the true Messiah, you know, he was... Anti, he, he, was, he lived out Torah, mm. but he was against the Talmud and all these other laws. Check this one out. I think I've shown you this. Maybe. Yeah, the Antichrist is going to come in place of Christ. You know? And everyone's going to... He's going to validate the Christianity, right? Read that. It says... Um, So it says, At the time they had well-known prisoners whose names was Jesus Barabbas. So when the crowd had gathered, Pilate asked them, Which one do you want me to release to you, Jesus Barabbas or Jesus who is called the Messiah? Yeah. He's given them the opportunity to pick a murderer, a revolutionist, Jesus? Jesus, or... Do you want Jesus the Messiah? You're, you, you, that's plain as day right there, dude, in Scripture. But, now you have two choices, two Jesuses, but which one? This is what I'm trying to tell people. It's like, look, dude, you have Jesus the lawless one or Jesus the one who obeys so, the yeah. law. So when the, the, when the spaceships come mm -hmm. and Jesus comes out, and then like, Panspermia was real. Like, that's how it all started. But they're not going to know Torah. That's why I was telling some of the other brothers I was talking to, we better know Torah. Yeah. And I don't know Torah enough. I don't. I, yeah. I mean, uh, I would like to claim that I'm one of the, you know, yeah, better like, the betters, you know. But I don't. I, there's more I could do, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm like learning the minimum. Yeah. And I'm, I'm still trying to get on the feast days. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. That was that was uh, actually a... Steve Bergson said exactly what you said. You don't want to be a uh, minimalist. You want to be an overachiever with the Torah. Yeah. You know, yeah. So people do the least they can do, and that's. Uh, I'm always telling people you have to do the most you can do. Like when, when uh, the rich young ruler. Well, what, what part of scripture is that? Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to Google it. He says to inside, "Hey, hey, I've always kept the commandments. Mm -hmm. I've done everything right. You know, how do I get to heaven?" What did the Messiah say? He said, okay, you sell follow everything. the law. Sell, sell everything and follow me. What he was saying was, essentially, following the law is the least you can do. Now, come do the most you can do and follow me. And then later on when it says, the greatest love that a man has is to give his life for a friend or a brother, that's an expression of doing the most you can do. So in the first segment, he was saying, doing the least you can do is not going to, you know, it's not, it's not enough. Following the Ten Commandments is the least you can do. That is the least people can do. Now, giving your life to someone is the most you can do. And so, you know, the, the and Bible, serving, serving is giving your life, right? Exactly. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, it might have meant literally, you know, dying, but yeah, giving your life in general. That's what I'm doing for Maryland. 
is the most you can, well basically it's saying do the most the scripture is saying do the most you can do not the least you can do and people <laughs> they do the least they, my auntie Ohenia Elsa you know to put her on blast but she's a communist so. she was like if I can get to heaven as a dumpster I'd be happy this is like 1998 wow. and you know so back then I didn't realize what she was saying was if I can do the least I can do and get to heaven I'll be happy this is the ideas that people have in their head. This is why the world's going to hell. Because, not because bad people, but because good people are not doing enough. And, uh, you want some more? Or are we good? I'll put it away if you want more. I'm don't good. want more, I'll put it back in the fridge and get cold. Yeah, I don't need that water. I could, whatever, and stuff. I'll put this in the fridge and we'll bag it up. It's all you. And I'll bag it some up. You sure? It's all you. Enjoy, man. Little fruits. No, I hear you.